The Troy Trojans are streaking again. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, uh, recording this before the Super Bowl. So hopefully that turns out to be a good ball game. Uh, let's uh, tell you about today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with your people who have the skills, values, and experience to help you achieve your 2023 goals. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply all right uh big uh saturday night in uh the sun belt uh, and where did it come from from the troy uh, trojans this season was headed in the right direction and then the wrong direction and now it seems to be back on a track they actually won their first four out of five ball games in the sun belt they lost an opening game which no shame here losing at southern miss who i don't believe has lost at home this year in the sun belt uh, 64-60 to open up Sunbelt play. But then they reeled off wins, Texas State, Old Dominion, Arkansas State, and Georgia State. All right, then they lose on the road to App State. They lose at home to James Madison. Again, not awful losses by any stretch of the imagination. They did blow out ULM at home. But then kind of fell off of the tracks. Then it kind of got the wrong way, got sideways. All right, they got embarrassed by Louisiana. They were never in that ballgame in uh, Lafayette. Uh, they even got more embarrassed by South Alabama. South Alabama, I think it only won two Sunbelt games at that point in time, and they got blown out up until South Alabama just took care of App State. Uh, on Saturday, this was the easiest win for South Alabama all season in the Sunbelt, 77-60. Uh, and then they weren't in the ballgame against Southern Miss, although the score was only 970 465. All right. How did they write the ship? They come away with a, always a tough win against Texas State, 68-64. And maybe the game they're going to look that turned their season around was South Alabama. Uh, after getting embarrassed, like about two weeks beforehand against, against South Alabama, they take one 61-57 in a game that, to say it lightly or to say it plainly, the South Alabama Jaguars choked the game away. Okay. Twice at the end of the ball game, Troy misses the back end of shooting free throws. Twice, Troy ended up getting the defense, not the defensive rebound. South Alabama got the defensive rebound and turned it over not once, but twice. So not only did they get a, uh, a second free th- a second chance at a free throw, uh, but they also got a layup on it. So they got two points uh, with those two missed uh free throws and forcing turnovers, and then a turnover uh, that gave them the lead. And, I mean, South Alabama just did not finish. It'd be one thing if South Alabama, you know, missed free throws at the end. It still would be a choke job, but they couldn't even cross midcourt, and it was awful. By far the worst loss of the season for South Alabama. However, that doesn't mean, you know, the hashtag always the bright side for Troy. I guess they get the victory. Uh, and then they catch the Cajuns maybe at the right time. Cajuns coming off an emotional, tough loss against Southern Miss and just lost it with 10 minutes left to go in the game. 
So Troy comes away with an 80 to 65 win over the Cajuns. And they are now not that far away from a double bye. This season was going in the wrong direction for Scott Cross and his Trojans to the point of, are they going to get a bye at all? Now they're solidly in that spot. And we'll get to the standings later on. Uh, they're eight and six. They are tied for fifth with a win over Old Dominion. So that means they win that tiebreaker. They did lose to James Madison, who's fourth, but they're only one game behind James Madison. They don't play James Madison again. So there's an outside shot. I mean, James Madison has to lose twice in two weekends compared to, you know, Troy can't lose at all, basically, uh, to, be, to get that uh, second buy. Uh, to get that second buy. Having said that, Troy seems to be on the right path, and this is one of those crazy ball games. Again, you're trying to figure out a game that I did not watch, but what happened, you know, where it was statistically, uh, defensively, Jordan Brown had four fouls, but I'm not sure that's what happened. This game was tied at 50. 50. It was a five-point Cajuns lead at half, which is, was against Southern Miss, but Southern Miss kind of methodically took that one over very early in the second half and methodically built up the lead. And at one point down by 10, another point leading by 10. This one was uh, Troy getting right back into it, but the Cajuns didn't go anywhere until the 948 mark. They went from 50-50 at the 948 mark to taking... Eight minutes to score 12 points. It was 50-50, 9-48. They scored four field goals in eight minutes from like the 9-48 mark to like the one forty-eight mark. And by that point in time, Troy had control. It was 50-50 with 9-48 to go, all tied up. And then when they finally scored their 12th point, after scoring their 50th, and it was on a Greg Williams three. It was 74-62, and the ballgame is over. Troy shoots an inexplicable, well, I got that name, uh, that word, right? Uh, 72% in the second half. 73% in the second half. 16-22. to 22. A little bit like South did on Saturday night against App State in the first half. It's really tough to beat a team when they're shooting 73%. And so they take down the Cajuns, 80 to 65 in a ball game uh, that was close. Again, for someone who did not watch the ball game, uh, tough to say when uh, the Cajuns are launching all the threes, two for 12 in the second half. Also, poor shooting from the free throw line, something they did pretty well of uh, against uh, Southern Miss earlier in the week, but six of 15 in the second half. I'm not sure how much that would have made a deal if you make all of them, right? And then maybe you have a ball game, but I'm. One of those guys, but maybe you make half of them instead of six of 15. Maybe you're 10 of 15 or 11 of 15, and it's still a double digit uh, ball game. Uh, so, in this uh, ball game, uh, Zay Williams, nine of 12, 26 points. Nelson Phillips, 23 points on eight of 12 shooting uh, for the Trojans, and just not a whole lot doing for the Cajuns offensively. I mean, Jordan Brown had eight points on three of five shooting, only played 25 minutes, was in foul trouble. Greg Williams, 15 points. Jalen Delcourt, 11 points. They kind of ran out of gas is what happened. What it, it looks like they ran out of gas. They had a tough loss, and they just ran out of gas. Again, 
is it the number one seed is nice. The regular season championship is nice. Cajun's now two games behind Southern Miss. We'll get to them as well. Uh, but, you know, as long as you're in the top four, you got a really good shot at, you know, this the conference tournament. Richie Riley thinks that anybody has a shot at the conference tournament. I'm not exactly sure that's the case. It'd be really interesting to see Arkansas State and or Georgia State reel off. They're going to need five straight wins. So they don't have five wins in the Sun Belt. I'm not sure they're going to get five wins in one weekend. Could they knock somebody off? Maybe. But the chances of them knocking off two really good teams is not going to be, as far as I'm concerned, realistic. Okay. Uh, and so, but if the Cajuns can, get, can stay in that top four spot, uh, they will be okay. Let's see who uh, the Cajuns have. Finishing up, they get Monroe at home. They're at James Madison. I mean, three of their four games are at home to wrap things up, although they do have a long trip to Harrisonburg. Uh, they get Monroe at home, who's reeling a bit. They've lost a couple in a row. They get, they're get they at James Madison, which will not be an easy ball game. They get Arkansas State, which will be an easy ball game. And they can get South Alabama, who gave them all kinds of trouble in Mobile. So we'll see where that goes at that point and time. All right, uh, let's take a timeout. All right, we'll go over uh, what happened with South Alabama. All of a sudden, Georgia Southern is hot. We will continue to go over the standings uh, as well. But first, let me tell you about LinkedIn. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to open your jobs with targeting tools. Try that again. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. Take two is always better. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's check out what else happened in the uh, Sun Belt. I am your host, Dave Schultz. This is Locked On Sun Belt, your team every day. Uh, we said that uh, Troy had hot shooting in uh, the first half, South or in the second half against the Cajuns. South Alabama, almost the same way uh, against uh, App State, could not miss. Basically, they shot 70%. Uh, percent. I think they were 16 to 24. They may have been, I think they were 17 to 24. I think they were 16 to 21 as well. And so they missed a couple. They just could not miss. Uh, and it was not a great night for App State. South Alabama, they did actually methodically build their lead. Uh, App State went long periods of time, like almost six minutes without scoring. This ball game was, to give you an idea, eight to four, South Alabama, and then 11 to six. And then it was 20 to six. And then it was, you know, 28 to 10. And then it was 30s to 16. Uh, and so I, I'm not sure at what, what went on with App State. They they could make a bucket, and South Alabama couldn't miss a bucket. So it's not that difficult to figure out uh, why one team won and one team uh, lost. Let's check out the scoring 
uh, kind of uh, spread out. Although here's the thing about South Alabama. They only played seven guys. And they have a game on Monday against Hartford. Before they have had a conference game against Hartford. Maybe they're going to play some other guys then. But they really had a chance to pay to play Jamar Franklin or Elijah Ormiston uh, and get some guys from rest because there was no need to win this ball game by 17. Uh, I mean, Isaiah Moore led the way with 16 points, but he played 29 minutes. Uh, Turbo Jones had 15 points. He played 33 minutes. And Owen White, maybe his best ball game offensively as a Jaguar, he had 14 points. He played 33 minutes. Judah Brown, he played 33 minutes. Uh, Greg Parham, Maybe he's starting to come out of it. I did notice this. Uh, he played 25 minutes, had six points, hit two or three threes. Over a stretch of games in the middle of the season, kind of the, I think the end of this, end of Jan, end of December, beginning of January, he hit 15 threes in a three-game span. He hasn't hit 15 threes since. He's at like 13 or 14. So again, if the South Alabama team can hit some threes, they're going to be tough to beat. If you get Judah Brown, Turbo Jones, Owen White and Greg Parham hitting threes, they could do some damage in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. That's where this is going to come down to for South Alabama. They were five of twelve overall from threes, uh, but uh, actually, but four of seven in the first half. So that's tough to be only one of five uh, in uh, the second half. They did hit all their free throws, eleven out of eleven. So South Alabama beats App State seventy-four uh, fifty-seven. And quickly checking out the standings here, this is where that loss to Troy is a killer. Because Troy would be seven and seven, and South Alabama would be seven and seven. Except South Alabama would be ahead of Troy because they'd have the tiebreaker. They would have beaten Troy twice. Now South Alabama instead is six and eight, and Troy is eight and six. South Alabama is tenth in the conference, and you want to avoid 11, 12, 13, and fourteen to at least get one by. Again, even at seven and seven, it'd be real tough. For South Alabama to get a uh, double buy. And I'm not sure how much it matters, you know, where you are between five and 10. Maybe you have a better matchup against one of the top four teams. Who knows? But you're living dangerously when you're right at that 10th spot and you could be in the 11th spot. That's where this difference is. That South Alabama would be a couple of notches ahead if. They had taken care of business on at Troy on Thursday, but they didn't, and they bounced back. They have won four out of five, uh, and they do get Hartford before Southern Miss comes in. They almost, you know, beat Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, so it'll be an interesting ball game on uh, Thursday. All right, elsewhere in the elsewhere in the Sun Belt, okay, uh, another team that seems to be streaking is uh, the Georgia Southern Eagles. Kind of coming out of uh, nowhere. Trying to figure uh, that one out because they were heading in uh, the wrong direction uh, as well. Georgia Southern beats Arkansas State 68-53. No surprise there, but just to name one a couple in a row. They had lost four in a row. They lost to Texas State, lost to the Cajuns, lost at Georgia State, and they lost at Old Dominion. Huge win over James Madison last Thursday, 76-73. Maybe they'll look back, and that's the ball game that righted uh, the Eagles a season. Uh, and then an easy win over Arkansas State. It does not get easy for Georgia Southern. So we're going to find out 
uh, how good Georgia Southern is. They are at Marshall and at Southern Miss. Good luck to that. Uh, they do finish up against Coastal and App State. But what it does is, as I mentioned, you know, Georgia Southern was five and seven. You know, you lose a couple of ball games and you're sitting at five and nine with Texas State. And you're looking at possibly no buys instead of a single buy. And now Georgia Southern is in that mix. Uh, you know, Old Dominion and Troy are eight and six. They're tied for fifth. Georgia Southern, App State, Ewell Monroe, seven and seven. And then South Alabama is six and eight. So Georgia Southern has put themselves in a good spot. They're going to be under a lot of pressure uh, to win those last two ball games against Coastal uh, and App State to, again, avoid being in the bottom four. You know, although really it's only Texas State and we'll see what South Alabama does again. South Alabama has got Southern Miss coming in and then they finish the season at Louisiana. They do have a game against Monroe and Texas State and those games are not going to be easy. All right. They may not be the gauntlet that some teams have, but I mean, you got to play Southern Miss and the Cajuns two of your last four ball games. It is not going to be easy. All right. We'll wrap it up after uh, these messages. We got to tell you about uh, Built Bar. And let me tell you, I am down, by the way. <laughs> um, I am down five pounds so far, all right, on my little uh, body transformation thing. And to be honest with you, Built Bar is a big part of it. I uh, have a notorious sweet tooth, and uh, that's an issue. All right, so I will go grab a candy bar. I did a very good job of not doing that with, uh, during the uh, Senior Bowl, uh, but um, and doing and eating Bill Bars. All right, again, like half the calories and a lot of protein, and they're filling and they do taste good. Okay, I've gone through two packages, two 13 uh, bar boxes of them, uh, and I just stick them in my bag and they're there. Um, and I'm not eating the candy bars, I'm eating. Built bars. All right. So it has helped me. I am down. Well, according to my gym's scale, uh, almost 11 pounds, according to my scale, about six pounds. So pretty good. Almost seven pounds, actually. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a built bar. All right. We're a little bit more than six weeks since the holidays. And I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, and I've got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. Mine personally come in salted caramel and cookies and cream. Uh, I, I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built at uh, Built.com, ordering your Built bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built bars. You can grab a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's, like me, run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Uh, again, I get mine with salted caramel and uh, cookies and cream, plus the bonus uh, coconut puffs one. And let me tell you, I'm not a coconut guy. Do not like coconut. I like the bar. 
I wouldn't tell you otherwise. I would just ignore it. I like the bar. All right. So the bar is good. And again, I am down. I'm under the 210 mark. If you'd like to keep track. Uh, so uh, we will see. We got a 5K as we are celebrating a Mardi Gras uh, here in Mobile. And if you know anything about that, Joe Kane is the person who apparently invented Mardi Gras. And we got a Joe Kane 5K uh, a week from uh, yesterday. So a week from Sunday. And we'll see if I could be at the 205 mark. That's going to that's gonna be pushing it. We'll see where we're going to be here in the next couple of days. But that would be pretty good because that would be 10 pounds. Maybe I could be at the 200-pound mark while we get to this uh, body transformation thing. And I'm off to a good start. And let me tell you, Built Bar has been part of that good start. So go to Walmart, go to Sam's, and you can even still do it at Built.com. All right, let's wrap it up with more in uh, the Sun Belt. I'm not sure there were that many more surprises on Saturday uh, in uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, Marshall beats Georgia State. No surprise there. 88-77. Uh, uh, Tavian Kinsey, 37. Uh, as uh, Marshall takes down Georgia State, 88-77. Uh, so Kinsey with a big ball game. Earlier in the week, uh, it was um, his running mate, uh, Andrew Taylor, who had uh, the big ball game, and he still had a big ball game. He snapped out of it because he did, was it. He did not have a good game at all. I think it was against the Cajuns. Did not have a good game at all, and he snapped out of it against Coastal Carolina. Taylor had thirty-three, uh, and then he bounced out of it uh, again with a good game, twenty-six uh, points. So Taylor and Kinsey uh, leading the way, scoring G sixty-three of the uh, 88 points by a Marshall. They are 10 and a four. All right, elsewhere in uh, the Sun Belt, James Madison, uh, they take down Coastal Carolina, 73-66. Uh, Southern Miss kind of knew they were going to have a little bit of a letdown, uh, but they uh, beat Monroe, a pesky Warhawks team, 76-67, down at half, uh, but they take care of business in the second half, 45-34. Uh, Southern Miss now two full games ahead of, of the Cajuns in uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, and still, they still had about 5,000 fans there. It was not great weather here uh, in, in the Gulf Coast area, although uh, Hattiesburg a little bit what, northwest of the Gulf Coast. But it was not great weather uh, and not going to get 8,000 there. But they got they had another good crowd, and they've been drawing them like flies against Southern Miss. All right. A uh, thrilling ending, uh, or drawing them like flies uh, in Southern Miss. Uh, Old Dominion with a big win over Texas State. Uh, Emo Essien with a layup uh, at the end. They called an interesting foul against Old Dominion, uh, and Texas State only hits one of two, hit the second one. That allowed Old Dominion to call the timeout, set up a play, uh, and Essien went the length of the court. Uh, hit the, I'm not sure if it hit the backboard, but it hit the back of the rim and hit the front of the rim and then went in. Uh, and Old Dominion with a big win. That's not only big for Old Dominion, who, again, is one game out of the uh, double buy scenario, but it also is a huge loss for Texas State uh, because very well could have been, well, uh, South wasn't going to lose last night, wasn't going to lose Saturday night uh, to App State. But uh, they would be tied, and Texas State has already beaten uh, the Jaguars. So now South Alabama is one game ahead of Texas State. 
uh, and that's big, trying to get that by. All right, quickly, let's go over the standings. You do have Southern Miss, number one. They are, again, two games ahead of both Marshall and the Cajuns, both 10 and four. James Madison sitting there in fourth, nine and five. Old Dominion and Troy are eight and six, uh, tied for fifth. Uh, Georgia Southern, App State, and Yule Monroe tied for, uh, I'm, well, I guess, seventh. Uh, uh, South Alabama is six and eight. They're technically 10th. Uh, and Texas State, five and nine. Coastal Carolina, four and 10. Georgia State, uh, three and 11. Arkansas State, two and 12. So again, you're trying to get in the top four and you're trying to avoid the bottom four when it comes to the buys in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. But it's a little bit different. I think it starts on a Tuesday, but Wednesday's off. Then you play on a Thursday, and then you don't play till Saturday. So it's not exactly playing five games in a row. So even if you play on one of those early two days, you do get a day off. I could still be five games in seven days if you get that far. Could be four games in five days, but there is that one day off. So there is that time to catch your legs that whereas, you know, you're not playing back-to-back games, at least not to begin with. All right. Eventually, you're going to play back-to-back games. I think it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, if you do get that far. Okay. Uh, we will, we're going to start talking some baseball. Baseball starting this week. Softball is already underway. Uh, and we're still trying to get some college football coaches on with us for a Locked On a Sunbelt. All right. Again, uh, thanks very much for tuning in. It is Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Have a great week, everybody. And we will talk to you on Tuesday.